0: we are still at the foot of Mount Sinai but are in the final stages of preparation to move to the promised land. Israel had been redeemed and charged with establishing his kingdom on earth. God's purpose in history is to invade a fallen humanity and bring about redemption of its creation through Christ. It is time to go to the promised land. It has been called the book of wanderings but it also could well be called the book of murmurings because for the most part, this book is filled with the spirit of rebellion against God. But in a broader sense, this is a lesson about spiritual growth or a pilgrimage of God's people. For many of us, this pilgrimage has been marked by pain, failure, guilt, rebellion, a measurement of disappointment, periods of doubt, and disillusionment, and these struggle. Since so many of us have had a difficult trip, it should not surprise us that God recorded an entire book on that very subject. God had taught them his will and law, revealing much of his character, and provision had been made to ceremoniously cleanse the, the Israelites from the sins that would certainly come. <clears throat> so Israel knew better. They failed and had to suffer the consequences. The message was. You have been provided with everything you need to live a holy life. Now, you are responsible. Then, as now, God first redeems, then the redeemed are to walk with God. The covenant confirmed. God takes his promise seriously. The numbering was primarily done in males 20 years and older to mobilize for conflict, but it was also necessary for the equitable distribution of of land once in the promised land, and also to put a difference between the true Israelites and the next multitude that were among them. None were numbered but Israelites. Little account is made of others, but the saints of God has a particular property in, in concern for them. the Lord knows those that are his second Timothy two nineteen. The Lord knows those that are his, and let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. He knows their name, and the hairs on the head. This is a purpose, order, and detail in everything God does. Our God is a God of order. Look at the universe. Is there confusion in your life? Maybe some God-honoring principles are being Overlooked. After weeks at Mount Sinai, there can be no doubt of God's presence with the cloud by day and the fire by night. The basic training for nation building, instruction on worship, social justice, and walk with the Lord. The numbers are counted and the plan of advance made. As the Lord's command, they encamped and the Lord's command, they set out. They obeyed the Lord's order. We say to God, just show me your will. He does. He does. And our response is often eh not what I had in mind. When the journey gets rough, why now? Why me? Are you sure? Inconvenience, tedium, stop and go. All who seek will know the temptation to grumble, complain, and quit. And it is usually contagious. Wondering is always humbling, with times of fear and uncertainty. Often the road seems poorly marked. How do you react? when God's will for you turns out to be inconvenient. The circumstances the Israelites encountered were usually given priority. That is, God's took second best. God's revealed will and purpose were rejected. Rejecting attitudes were expressed in actions in both covert and overt ways. Wrong decision led to judgment. It is an example of a driving nail into a wood, then removing it. Sin, confessed, receives full forgiveness, but the consequences, be what they may, may, and the scars remain behind. Chapter 25 begins with the planned seduction of Israel. The event is of deep and fateful significance for God's people. While not professional prostitutes, a mobilization of mobile wives and young women seduced the Israelite men with their bodies to enter the worship and fertility of of Baal. A god they worshipped until the Babylonian exile, a period of almost a thousand years. The Midianites were descended from Abraham's second wife, Keturah. Moses' wife and Jethro were Midianites. God ordered Midianite executions for leading them into the sin of idolatry. It is the basis of the ban, or the holy war, as outlined in October in chapter 31. But their destruction of the sinful culture was only lukewarm, probably because of the tempting enticements of the Mennonites' sinful lifestyle. When we discover sin in our lives, our first mistake is to allow even a hint of it to remain. Our second mistake is to deal with it in a half-hearted manner. When they entered the promised land, it was an indifferent attitude with a half-hearted manner It did them in. Like Moses, we should hate the sin and ruthlessly remove it from our lives. While God is a God of love, he is also a jealous to maintain his rights under his covenant agreement. The worship of his chosen people, the observance of enacted laws, the obedience to his revealed will, Apostasy must be immediately addressed. One cannot love two gods. You will cling to one and hate the other. The training of God's own particular people continue. It is a study of the contrast between God's faithfulness and human disobedience. May your day be filled with the blessing of joy and read the word. Good day.